Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As far as I'm concerned, anybody who's excited about fall in July can fall right into a hole. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> One thousand percent agree. And it's August, but still, like, no, I'm just it's saying, too like, early. It's too early for freaking fall. And we are, we love Halloween and all the things that come yeah. with fall. Yeah. However, it has its time and place. I like to be tan. I live in Canada. Let me enjoy my summer. They're they're few and. And far between. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so quit it. Quit the memes about fucking pumpkin spice. You know you can get that in the summer too. You don't need fall to have it. Pumpkin spice up your life and get pumpkin out of here. Pumpkin spice up your life. And get out of mine. <laughs> Welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Marie. I'm Nicolina. And this is our now weekly yeah. episode yeah. of Paranormal Pod. <laughs> Yeah. The Hometown Haunts episode. Yes. So, if you listened to our last episode, you would have found out that we are now doing our... We're taking our bi-weekly podcast and turning it into a weekly podcast. You'll hear an episode with um, your regular spooks and banter and commentary from us, um, along with, like, a theme, and then... In these episodes, we are dedicating them to Hometown Haunts. So basically all the emails and stories we get from you guys. Um, And in addition to that, we have added it to our Patreon account. So for those of you who want to hear your Hometown Haunt and uh, get a shout out, you can donate to our Patreon. Um, We have five, eight tiers, something something like like that. that. Um, but like the, the $1 tier is just, if you want to get your hometown haunt read and you want to hear your name on the podcast, Mm -hmm. um, you can donate and then we will, uh, put your story on top of the pile. Yes. Um, you get bumped up in the line. You get bumped up. Yeah. There's a, there's a section on the Patreon where patrons can, that's fine. (laughs) Where patrons (laughs) can, that's fine. Uh, they can message us directly. So if you're a patron and you donate a dollar a month to us, um, you can message your story on Patreon to us directly. And that's how we'll filter out who has uh, precedent over the stories every week. Mm -hmm. So yeah, as Nick said, if you want us to read your story and you want to make sure that it gets on the show, um, go to our Patreon and you can definitely sign up to become a patron and we'd be super excited to have you as one because we're also providing you merch now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which we're super excited about. We ordered some for ourselves. We did. So 
We did. We're just too excited <laughs> not to. And we're going to, well, we, we want to quality assurance test it first, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. That was the, that was <laughs> yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. We want to yeah. make sure that it's We're starting with product. stickers. We're starting with stickers. And then, yes, we've, we've picked out some other items that we want, but we picked them for ourselves to make sure that you're going to get good stuff and it's not going to be crap. Yeah. So keep your eye on the Patreon because there might be bigger and better things coming on there anyways. For sure. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. So <laughs> we've got two hometowns. Mm-hmm. Marie is going to read one first and then I'm going to read one mm-hmm. from our great, loyal, dedicated listeners. Uh-huh. And uh, here we fucking here, go. Here we fucking go. <laughs> so this one came in from Jamie. Um, and this one actually was a response to an Instagram story that we had done. So she wrote to us and says, Hey Marie and Nicolina, I'm so happy to listen to your podcast again. You were missed. Love you guys and the pod so much. Thanks for all the time you have spent, uh, spent doing this for us listeners. That's really sweet. You're welcome. It does take a long time. (laughs) Uh, She goes on to say, I've had experiences galore ever since I was little, though I wish it wasn't that way. Most were not good experiences with the paranormal and otherworldly experiences, but I have had a few good experiences where I felt this weird peace about what I had seen uh, or that they didn't even notice me when I have seen certain apparitions. Mm -hmm. I have so many stories about when I worked at a gas station specifically. My then coworker, who also had experiences there, said that it's not as much as the place being haunted, but it was haunting me as I experienced the blunt of the, or the brunt of the activity that night or at night. So creepy. I would even classify the place having poltergeist activity. Either that or maybe so many spirits were passing through that area or even the energy brought through by customers might have brought in a few bad spirits. But I can always share those stories another time if you would like to read them. Um, Like the cooler door being shut on me when no one was around and food grill lids lifting and shutting on their own and being caught on camera. Oh my god. I've been thinking what? of starting a YouTube channel making story times on them since it's been years since I've worked there. Never have I experienced such physical, audible, and visual paranormal stuff than when I worked here. Okay. And then she says, anyway, I saw your Instagram story about sharing hauntings. Although I've never had a haunting from a house follow me, I believe that I have had a haunting from a past workplace follow me. Um, when I was 19, I worked at the gas, I had worked at the gas station for over two years within three months of me working there. I became the main closer of the gas station. So five nights a week, Thursdays to Mondays, I would close the store. I can't make the shit up that I experienced there paranormal and with humans, especially working every weekend and holidays back then. One of the clearest apparitions I've ever seen was at the gas station, but I'm not even sure if it was an apparition. It could have been something else. I'm not sure. My coworker had just clocked out and was grabbing a few snacks before she left me for the rest of the night shift. We both heard rustling sounds in the back of the store where the chips were. It was weird, but we ignored it, thinking that it was the bags of chips settling from whoever touched them last. As she was paying for her snacks, I see down the aisle where the chips were, a girl so vivid as if it was an actual human, and then she disappeared. The creepy part? Everything. <laughs> what? Oh, the creepy. Everything. everything was creepy about everything. it. Got it. For sure. 
Okay. She was about six to nine years old, maybe. Her blonde hair looked like dreadlocks as if it was so knotted, like as if it was super knotted to her head. She didn't even have a shirt on. She looked homeless and abused. She was crouched down with her hands, holding onto the end of the snack rack, and the most terrifying image was her eyes. She just stared at me. Me. She was looking at me. Why? Her eyes were literally so wide open as if she could open them wider, her eyes would have just popped out, just straining her eyes, looking at me. This all happened within five to ten seconds, but the image has lasted in in my head forever. Within those seconds, my coworker saw my face and noticed me looking down the aisle. She looked back and then said to me, oh no, you don't, or oh no, don't you fucking scare me like that. It look it looks like you have just seen a ghost and you're freaking me out. I told her, I'm pretty sure I just did. And she replied, oh fuck that shit, I'm sorry, but I am out. <laughs> I literally begged her to wait five more minutes so I could comprehend what the fuck just happened. She told me I was so pale when she noticed me staring at something down that aisle, and just the look on my face had freaked her out so much. She left five minutes later so I could calm down and gather the strength to literally finish my shift and then go home. I had two hours left. Two hours after that, I would... No. 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 Out of there. It boggled my mind. What the fuck did I just see and why? Why did she show herself to me? Did she need help? And why me? I had always felt something almost pull me back as I would shut down the gas station store most nights, like something right behind me at my legs not wanting me to leave. Whatever it was must have felt safe with me, and it did feel like a girl's presence, but I never imagined her looking like that. Could it have been the girl? Mm -hmm. Down the future, I did hear a little girl scream, help me, but it was like a whisper in my ear as I was cleaning the store alone at night. I can't really explain how, and I never had it happen since. Also, once I had heard not one, but two little girls giggling in the back room of the store about 15 minutes to close. I was sorting out can returns for the vendors right by the door to get into the back room. You know where they keep, like, cartons of cigarettes, typically? We kept that door propped open. It was a swinging door. I would sort out a few cans into a small box then quickly run back to dump them into the correct sorted bin in the back. That way, I wouldn't miss hearing customers open the door at night since I was alone. When I heard the little girls laughing, I stopped sorting cans so I could hear better. Maybe it was something else. And even if it was something else, it was 11.45 at night, and we're on a corner street where it's a V by a stoplight, so there are no other businesses beside us. The only ones are across the street. And I heard it inside of our back room. I grabbed my phone so I could call my coworker, who closed on my days off, to calm me down. I went to my register, and before I could call her, I heard a knocking on the swinging door where I just was. This is not a normal sound I hear from closing the store. It was knuckles on the door, knocking. Ew. Yes. I work here every Ooh. single night. I knew the normal sounds that the building makes, and this was unmistakable knocking right on the swinging door. It wouldn't stop, and it only got louder, and this was one of the most scariest paranormal things I've ever experienced, and it scared me to this day. Oh, 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. be terrifying like one knock a couple knocks and then silence after is scary enough but for it to continue after it's registered in your head what's happening yeah that's fucking terrifying for sure the only way to get out of the store was to walk out of the register area and come across by the swinging door and no fucking way was I going to encounter whatever was there it's like I knew something was going to be there. And for reference, we only had two doors in our building um, that could take you in or out of the building. The front door for the customers and the back door for the employees. The, black, the back door was not accessible on weekends. And after 6 p.m. on weekdays, we couldn't use it. If we ever did open that door, the security system uh, would go off and the security people would call us and we'd get in trouble from the district manager. So it wasn't like someone had come in through the back door. So what did I do to escape the situation? I put my phone in my pocket and I jumped over the counter so that she didn't have to walk past the door. I called my coworker crying. She lived five minutes away. By the time she got to the gas station, it was past closing time, but I was not going to go back in by myself. Her husband came too. He checked the outside of the building and there was nothing. Me and my coworker, uh, bless her soul, finished cleaning the store uh, and I shut down my register. Then we checked the back of the store. There was nothing. There was no animals, no people, nothing moved, nothing. And even though that was the scariest moment, I still worked there for almost another year until I quit. Mm -hmm. Later on, onto my current job, I've seen this exact apparition two more times. The girl. Oh my God, so it's following her. Yep, still crouching down and staring at me with those wide eyes. I tried to ignore her. I haven't seen her in maybe two years. I'm pretty sure I have a gift where I can see the things that are attracted to me, but I don't want the gift. I ignore it as best as I can. Mm -hmm. I'm still not sure if the girl was the one laughing in the back room either, or if it was her knocking on the swinging back door. Was she knocking to be polite because she wanted to ask me if I needed her help? I don't know. But the last weird part to the story was me training at my current job three years ago. I work for a cleaning company and I train people at different buildings and fill in for buildings that need a cleaner when needed. There was a girl in college that I was training to clean at a a medical suite. She was the one that started to talk about ghosts and spirits. Long story short, she told me a story about her friend's dad who claimed that he could see things. In their house, they had a girl who wanted his attention and she wanted to be his daughter She didn't like his daughters, and so she started to antagonize them and was mean to them. She would pull their hair, scare them, etc., and they ended up moving. I asked her where the house was because I had trouble with a little girl spirit as well, and she told me it was one of the houses behind the video store on the same street that the gas station was on. Oh, fuck. The video store was across the street from my gas station, and I didn't tell her about the girl or where I worked. That sent chills up my spine. Anyway, I'll leave my story there. It still gives me chills, all of the things that I experienced there. 
Maybe it's just Michigan being a pretty haunted state. Hmm. Also, I know that they say little girl spirits could be a demon yeah. or an evil spirit yeah. pretending to be a child. So that freaks me out, too, because I don't know if it was a spirit uh, or if it wasn't. Thanks for reading. Can't wait for the next episode. Oof. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. That one's pretty fucking wild. I know. For a hometowner. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Thank you for writing it in. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is a demon. Could, could have been. That always scares me when they... I don't like it. I don't like it. No matter I don't what. like the thought of anything following me anywhere. No, that seems yeah. very aggressive. Human, spirit, animal. Yeah, anything, Not happy. Anything, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I am going to read The Haunted Beach House, um, sent to us by Katie from Seattle. Um... So she says, thought I'd drop by and tell the short story of my friend's haunted beach house. So every summer, my friend's family goes there to beach, goes to their beach property, forget where exactly, and in 2015 or 2016, she invited me, my two brothers and my mom, to stay with them for a couple days. So in total, it was me, my friend, her brother, her parents, my two brothers, and my mom. Pretty big group there. um the property was fairly small from what i can remember there was a yard with a fire pit then the beach was down from the yard there was also a lake the opposite way about a mile from the house we would walk there pretty much every day one of the days me and my friend decided to stay alone and not go on the walk the house felt pretty okay when everyone else was home It didn't really feel scary, except for hearing occasional things that nobody really worried about. But as soon as everyone left, it immediately felt like something bad was going to happen, like we were being watched. Me and my friend were sitting at the dining room table doing whatever, and we both felt the same thing. We both felt like we were in danger and that something bad was going to happen. We saw things in the corner of our eyes. We were hearing footsteps, voices, taps, things moving. And at one point, one of the bedroom doors slowly started to creak open. Like the entity entities waited for us to be alone to fuck with us. At that point, me and my friend wanted to leave. We left the house and walked down to hang around the fire pit. Not feeling as in danger, but still feeling like something was watching us. At one point, I looked up at the house from where I was sitting, up at the window looking into the dining room. Lo and behold, I saw a shadow looking right back at us. Oh, no. It had a clear outline. It was black, not even just a shadow. It was a black figure clearly looking down at us. Oh, God. It looked like its head was cocked a bit. Oh. My friend looked up and we were freaking out around the fire pit waiting for everyone to get back. Maybe 10 minutes passed. We had calmed down a little bit, but we were still on edge. As soon as everyone walked up the driveway, me and my friend rode up to them from the fire pit and tried to tell them what happened. And of course, they didn't believe us. We walked back into the house and we could still still feel its presence. Oh, God. Well, at least it didn't do anything crazy to you. Yeah, thank God. That reminds me of when I saw an apparition. It was like the same thing. Black like cocked a black, its head at me. Yeah. Ooh, that yeah. cocking its head yeah. thing just really gets yeah. me. Yeah, because you can tell that it sees you yeah. and it's wondering it's about you? what's going on. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Real creepy. Real creepy stuff. Not a lot. No, I don't like oh, that. I don't at all. like it at all. No. <laughs> 
Ew. I just cocked my head she at her. She just cocked her head at me. And, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't super creepy. She had a smile on her face and she was laughing. My mouth was closed. You couldn't see my braces. Exactly. It wasn't too scary. <laughs> um, anyway. But no, I don't like that. And I wouldn't have probably gone back from that house. No. I would have been like, Mom, we're going home now. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Immediately. Get me out of here. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. Uh, cool. All right. Well, that is our hometown mm-hmm. haunt episode. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to hear your hometown haunt on an episode, mm-hmm. you can send it to us at paranormalpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to our Patreon and donate a dollar and... Send us your par- your hometown haunt through our Patreon so yeah. that you will get precedent over um, all other hometown haunts. Yeah. And that's it. We hope you like our new formatting and... You'll also get a shout out if you don't have a oh, hometown yeah. haunt. Doi. Just yeah. FYI. <laughs> if you don't have a hometown haunt, we'll also give you a huge shout out and tell everyone how much we love you. Yes, yeah, of course. 1,000%. Yes. <laughs> All right, I think that's it for this episode, everyone. Uh, You can follow us at Paranormal Pod uh, on Instagram. And our personal Instagrams are at Splendora underscore. And at Nicolina Savelli. And until next week, when you will hear from us again in only seven more days, stay spooky. That showbiz, baby. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.